Go and fart under the sheets and call me a Dutch oven. This is Rebels Without a Clue. And hello, hello, Rebels. It is been a bit since we last had a chat over here at the forum. Uh, <laughs> look, you know, it's been a tough couple of weeks. That has, man. It has been really tough. It has. Uh, I suppose since the announcement of an extended lockdown, I think uh, for those of us that are confined... And for those international... Yeah, for those international listeners at the moment... Uh, we're talking about our current situation because we're situated in Melbourne, Victoria, which is in Australia, for those American listeners or beyond out there. Or anyone that just generally doesn't know any geography. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah, I'm Tony, by the way. And I'm Brad. <laughs> it's usually good to get those formalities out just to kind of, as a good starting point, bro. Usually is, and you forget it every time. Oh, I have the tendency to do that, though. My brain is now mush after having been in this lockdown for so long. Is it just the lockdown? Look, let's not kid ourselves. I have a childish brain normally, but now it's just mush. <laughs> it's the kind of shit you scrape on the bottom of your shoe. Like, that's what I'd imagine my head looks like. Like it, like fucking like a muddy, muddy, dusty, disgusting, chewy that you've stepped yeah, on. Yeah, let me give you a better synopsis of what my brain looks like. Imagine someone cutting open an avocado, they remove that inner seed, and then just getting, like, dirty, uh-huh. pooey hands and then mushing it into the avocado. Of course. Uh, uh, why don't I have the feeling you were going to mention pooey in there somewhere? <laughs> because we've been speaking about and saying the word pooey for the last half an hour before the show started. We? Oh, yeah, no. I oh, don't you dare try and get out of that. I won't. I'm not. I'm not. I had to reaffirm myself, but I'll admit it. I'll admit it. Okay. I was uh, participating in the pooey conversation. Tony, it's all about ownership and accountability, mate. But for once, I didn't start that. No, I did. But, like, again, I'm, <laughs> I don't have words for where my headspace is at right now. Fucking hell, man. And welcome to the show this week, guys. God. I know, I'm looking... We're off to a cracking start. Oh, look, bro, like, as time wears on, uh, I think the listeners just have to be prepared for the fact that, that you know, there's going to be times that we fizzle. There are going to be times that we're on point and a structure is key for us. But then sometimes, like tonight, where you might as well just throw everything out the window and throw myself off a building because that would help. Wow. That went dark. That's <laughs> not where I thought we were going, but okay. Look, that's where I'm going. I thought with the whole, like you mentioning, obviously, structure and structure, all that sort of stuff. So um, structure. Um, <laughs> that would change things a bit. But one part of the structure we won't change is uh, just getting these formalities out of the way. Oh, if you haven't segue. done so already, guys, <laughs> be sure to go like and subscribe us on SoundCloud, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever other podcast platform you use. Also follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1, Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue podcast, and also on the Generation Random Network podcast Facebook page, as well as the Generation Random Network Discord. Wow, you did it with Rebels Without a Clue. I did? There was none of that. I didn't? No, I didn't sense anything with Rebels Without a Clue. So... You gave me a heart attack. I thought you said I did. No, no, it's a bonus that you got this oh. one right. At least people will probably be going to the right pages now. 
<laughs> Can you imagine someone's been trying to look us up going, Rebels without a clue? There's nothing showing up! This can't be right. Just sitting at the keyboard, really cracking the shit. This can't be right. What, what are they talking about? And too embarrassed to kind of like <laughs> message us to get the right one. Like, they're going to think I'm an idiot. No, I can't do that. <laughs> Guys, look, it says Rebels without a clue on your page, but then you're saying Rebels without a clue in person. <laughs> sort your shit out. <laughs> oh, oh, we're idiots. God. We are dead set idiots. Yes, that is. But a um, fact. as we're talking about the whole structure of things, um, we've had a bit of a chat over obviously during the past week, and um, you know what? I reckon should be should be tested tonight. Let's give it a crack. All right. So we're thinking about doing a new segment. We're actually bringing a segment in this, to the show. This segment's a cracker. We had a field day when we trialed this with each other. I think we did this for about an hour and a half and we're still laughing at the end of yeah. that. <laughs> oh, God. Tony, all Do you I'm want saying to is, explain the premise? Okay, of this I'll explain it, but then I'm also going to give you kind of a pre-warning that in the editing process of this segment, you were going to have a lot of work, bro. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. But it's fine, it's fine. So the segment basically will consist of, we've both brought up uh, a whole bunch of different movies. Now, the key objective of what me and Tony are planning to do is when you look at a movie cover, there's always a small tagline underneath, um, you know, let's say it's Fast and Furious. They're fast. They're furious. Yeah. Kind of that kind of. It'll either, yeah, yeah, it'll either be on the front of the cover or it'll be on the back of the cover. It had that like, a catchy slogan to describe what the movie's about. And Something look, to get you hooked in. You know, not necessarily catchy. Sometimes they're absolute shit. Um, so me and Tony God came up with this great idea that we'll come up, <laughs> bring up a list of movies and create our own slogan slash taglines. We did oh this the other night, God. and I kid you not, it was just a train wreck of laughs. This can go in a multitude <laughs> of directions. This might end up absolutely disastrous. Mm. And what was that kind of – we kept saying one word, oh, oops – Oops, always ended up being part of the slogan. So if we resort back to that, just be prepared, people. Oh, no, that's going to kill me. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot about the oops one. Titanic. Oops, I hit an iceberg. <laughs> there's, there's an example of what we're going to do in this segment. Yes, yes. So I think, all right, well, um, let's kick it off like a dead leper's head. Okay. Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll, I'll give you one to start with. Oh, no. All right. Okay. So I'm giving you Black Panther. Black Panther. <laughs> Black Panther. It's dark and it's fast. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on, mate. I'm just trying to warm up here. Oh no! Um, oh, this is hard for Black Panther. Okay, okay, okay. There's plenty more. Yeah, let me give you something else. Oh, okay, good. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. A loving story of bestiality. Oh, gross! What a direction to take it in. <laughs> and I thought I was dark. <laughs> it's kind of what the movie's about. It, it, essentially, it is. Like, when you think about it, Beauty and the Beast is literally just 
uh, cartoon version of bestiality. Yeah. It's, it's pretty sick. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Fucking gross. All right, hit, All right. hit me up. Let me rip one out for you. Okay. All right, let's hit the old shuffle button here. Okay. Birdman. Fucking <laughs> hell. Oh, my God. No, no, no. I'm going to get something here. But I keep coming back to this stupid idea. It's a wing and good time. No. <laughs> 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 uh, hang on. Oh. <laughs> That's good. Oh, okay. I'll leave that one. Then. <laughs> I like that. That's good. It's a wing and good time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh my god! That's where my mind went. Okay, so for you, <laughs> what do you got for me? Here we go. I'm gonna give you Toy Story. <laughs> Toy Story. Your Woody's gonna get a buzz. Hey, that was good. That works. If it's a porn parody. <laughs> 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 All right, go for it. Fucking hell. All right. All right, let's go shuffle again. All right. <laughs> Desperado. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Desperado. He's desperate. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, let me see if I can find something else in there. Desperado. Antonio Banderas acting Spanish again. <laughs> well, he is Spanish. But he's acting it again. Yeah, but he kind of fits the profile. All right, all right, all right. Your turn. I'm going to give you... Oh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. Dot, dot, dot. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is gold. That is gold. You're going to have to tread very carefully for the next one I've got for you. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. For you. Gone in 60 seconds. All right. <laughs> I am, I'm stumped. Hold on. Hold on. Let me find something. The pressure's on. Gone in 60 seconds. Oops. It's gone. <laughs> I kept coming back to baby daddies beware. <laughs> what? Never mind. Ignore that. Um, I'm 66. Ignore that? Oh, shut up. It sounded like a Pokemon then. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore. I choose you. You's uh, gone in 60 seconds. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me get to this. <laughs> gone, in sec gone in 60 seconds. Wow. That was fast. Oh, I'm dying. I was I, I murdered this oh. game last time. Okay, your movie. It's because you kept using oops in your title. I know, but that was what made it funny. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Hmm. <laughs> Twelve Years a Slave. Oops. Twelve Years a Slave. Oops. That's a pretty long time. I was going to say, oops, I got locked up. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Okay. All right, here we go. All right, how about a couple more, and then we'll get our yes. dug into the episode. Sounds good. All right, so shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. 
Okay. Money train. Huh. All right. Oh, money train. Handy 10. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners. That's a personal joke. Um, all right. Let me... Handy 10. <laughs> two, two. Huh. Oh, money train. Money train. Okay. Oops, I missed the train. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, all right what do you got for me this one's there's not much you can do with it give me another one give me another one another one okay uh all right shuffle again pacific rim <laughs> pacific rim watery asshole oh god <laughs> Oh, shit. Hold on. There's going to be a few that come out with this. <laughs> Imagine just Pacific Rim. Rim of the Pacific. <laughs> I was actually thinking that too. <laughs> Pacific Rim. Rimming the Pacific. Oh, my God. This went off without a hitch the last time we did it. How have we failed this so miserably? I'm telling you, because every time we brought up one, it was always, oops, something. Pacific Rim. Oops, I'm in the water. <laughs> <laughs> Money train. Oops, <laughs> how did I get here? <laughs> See, adding oops to it makes it so much funnier. Jurassic Park. Oops, there's dinosaurs here. <laughs> Titanic. Oops, I hit an iceberg. You love that one, don't you? <laughs> Avengers. Oops, we're avenging. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I remember there was an answer you came up with mm. where it, you, you were able to use this one stock standard answer for, like, majority of movies. Yeah, I, I don't remember what it was. It was like um, it's like an argument between two parties or something like that. Oh, uh, wasn't it? Like Do a, you remember a it? A disagreement between two parties? Something very close to that it was another word, not disagreement. So the reason I said, like, when we were doing this and we were going through canvassing through all these movies, I said to Tony, you could literally describe most movies with the idea of this synopsis, a disagreement between two parties. So when you think about it, you throw movies at me, you know, Titanic, a disagreement between two parties, which was a boat and an iceberg. Jurassic Park, a disagreement between two parties, <laughs> dinosaurs and humans. Uh, Red Riding Hood, a disagreement between two parties, a wolf and a, a, a young girl. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Die Hard, a disagreement between multiple parties. <laughs> <laughs> that answer works for so many different It movies. honestly it's does. It honestly does. So, like, if anyone ever got into movie review writing, honestly, you could, fi like, literally fill it out with one sentence, a disagreement between two parties. Go watch. Done. Sorted. 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 <laughs> oh, God. All right. How about one? Um, all right. Let's make this the last one then. All right. I'm going to give you one. VF, uh, VFW. <laughs> VFW. Lots of old men dying. VFW. Should have kicked the bitch out when she came in. <laughs> uh, shoot. Yeah. No, that's a valid point. That would have saved them a lot of hassle. VFW, we should have locked the doors. 
BFW, we're pensioners, we should have gone home earlier. <laughs> BFW, we should have killed the girl ourselves. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That's... Holy shit. VFW, at least this can... Uh... We should have killed the girl and snorted all the drugs. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> okay. BFW, okay. we should have killed the girl, snorted all the drugs, and murdered each other. Oh, <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm going to have to fucking put a muzzle on you. Okay. Christ. Well, at least this puts us into a good segue because now we can uh, discuss the topic of this episode. Correct. The movie VFW. VFW. Yes, yes. Now, this was your recommendation. This yeah, weekend. so I, I watched it two or three days ago and I said to Tony, look, I said, if anyone knows anything about Fangoria, the film company, they do kind of very old kind of attempted B-grade looking movies that have kind of a really violent twist to them. So when I suggested, I said to Tony, I'm like, this shit is brutal. It is an absolutely brutal movie. It's not much of a story. And like, don't go into it with the intention to go, oh my God, this is an amazing movie because you're not going to get that. What you are going to no. get is uh, just, its like I said, it's brutal. Like the, the killing in it, the way it's done, it's kind of just a real homage to what Fangoria normally produce. Yeah, I just, yeah. And it's one of those sort of action movies with just very little story and just over-the-top violence, which, you know, between you and I, we're pretty much all about that. Yeah, well, like... like we love those kind of action movies like we look at all the movies that we watched growing up that's what majority of them were when you think of like really violent movies what what kind of the ones that stand out for you most of the time mostly tarantino movies yeah i was going to come back to that yeah i was definitely 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 going to say that yeah because i mean you think of violent movies and what comes to mind firstly like for example uh, reservoir dog kill or, bill or kill bill yeah um fucking uh, even Pulp Fiction to a degree as well. Yeah, like, yeah. I Tarantino's infamous for it. Um, I think kind of the other one, and I suppose this kind of filters into a bit of gore, but like, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, T, but like Evil Dead. Yeah. Not yeah. not the old one, but when they made the new one, I oh, I got very very nah. uncomfortable with the violence in that because, like, there's a scene where the girl who's become possessed or whatever it is, and uh, there's like kind of a needle scene where she's stabbing someone in the eye with a needle um, and there's shards of glass in his eye. And it's just a really, really uncomfortable scene. Like I find anything under fingernails, under toenails or in the eyes, I, I struggle to watch. Right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It's always uncomfortable to watch. Did you like growing up, did you ever find that, with like action movies that your parents wouldn't permit you to kind of watch the ultra violent ones or your brother kind of exposed you to that? My brother definitely exposed me to that kind of stuff. And when we watched those sort of movies, mum wasn't around for us to like to sort of supervise. We just watched them on our own. Yeah, so good point, good point. Never had that kind of barrier of like, all right, you shouldn't watch this, you should watch this, that sort of thing. It's just like, all right, whatever older brothers watching i watch was there anything that kind of resonated with you in like how traumatic the violence was like holy shit like this is too full-on no i don't think i ever got to that point honestly i think i got pretty desensitized to it pretty quickly 
I know you, on the other hand, though, you had that point where you're just like, whoa, this is too much. Yeah, th there's a couple. Like, I know as a young kid, I, I don't remember how old I was, but my brother and sister showed me a movie called Salute of the Jugger. Um, and what? Yeah, it, it was kind of like an old, um, like post apocalyptic gladiator movie and with Rutger Hauer. And it was just brutal. Okay. Um, as a young kid, I personally don't think I should have been watching it. And the only reason it kind of sticks out me so much now is that why do, on earth do I remember it so violent? Because I must have been of really young age when I first saw it. Because my mum and dad would have mm. never allowed me to watch it. And like, you know, watching Predator also from a young age, that kind of <laughs> fucked me around a bit because I got abused um, to and forced to sit down and watch that by my brother and sister. Yes. Yes. Which, you've, uh, you've explained it to the listeners a few times yeah, now. Yeah. So, and it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. It's still funny. It's funny, but because it's kind of turned me into the sick, twisted person I am now. So, it's funny. The only person, the only thing that's ever sort of trauma traumatized me movie wise yeah. was your fault. Poltergeist. You did this to me. Poltergeist, you <laughs> fucked me on that. <laughs> oh, you deserve that. I had nightmares. I had nightmares for years because of that. And I always find it funny because I find poltergeist is kind of a nice transition into the horror genre because it's just nothing. Like it's not scary. <laughs> but again, for you, that, maybe. that's speaking as someone from the point of view now that's, you know, can't recall the endless atrocious movies that I've watched that have kind of, like you said, desensitized me to not really responding to it anymore. It's like, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. I think once you sort of digest like that amount of like movie violence, I suppose, it just becomes do you, like nothing. Do you think that's kind of, could that potentially be construed as a social problem, T? Like, do you, um, like when they no, make. No, because I can still, I can still, I guess, differentiate between movie violence and real life violence. Okay. But what I'm saying is, do you think to a degree, that because of the exposure to movie violence, you've been desensitized to real life violence? No. No, not no. No, I was going to say, definitely not for you, because you know how, like, when we had that MISC group, with like Stevie and stuff, uh, there was a lot of yeah, violent stuff that was put in there, and you couldn't watch <clears throat> that yeah. stuff. No, especially when it's like real life violence. Yeah, that's that's a different level. Like that's that's because you know when you watch a movie, it's fake. Yeah, you can you know it's fake. Yeah, right. But then when you're watching clips taken, like someone recording off their phone of let's say of someone getting beheaded, that's fucked. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. And, like, I don't know if you, know you I mean? recently heard about there was a TikTok video circulating around about the guy shooting his head off. Yes. Did you happen to see it? No, thank God. I'd rather not. I would rather have not have seen that, yeah, to I, be honest. I, I managed to come across it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. It's um pretty bad. Yeah, it's unpleasant. It's just a guy sitting at his computer and then he says a couple words puts the gun under his chin and blows his face off, basically. So he's, like, dead there, lying there, and his face is dangling and shit. Oh, God. Yeah, it, it's unpleasant. Like That's fucked. That's it's not the sort of stuff, especially on a platform like TikTok when you've got a lot of a younger audience, for that kind of stuff to be circulating on it. 
yeah, the one thing that I guess got me a little bit, well, it got me angry just thinking about it, that people were splicing that into kids' videos. Oh, it was like terrible. Into, for example, like kids' shows and stuff. That's fun. Yeah. Who the fuck does that? Oh, yeah, I don't understand. that. There's And who finds, who finds that funny? Like, I don't understand. That's not funny. That's but fucked. I, I got to feel like it, 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 those sorts of people doing that sort of shit, there's nothing more to say than that's just sick <clears throat> and twisted people that need to be locked up because... Yeah, definitely. You know, it's one thing kind of, you know, how you get those bot pages on Facebook and where it's like, you know, porn or whatever, and then you know you have some that are like really sick, sadistic videos or whatever. With that kind of stuff, it's like mm. you have the yeah. kind of capacity to avoid it, whereas... You know, if you're on TikTok and you're scrolling and you come across something like that, naturally at the start of a video like that, you're inquisitive, but then it kind of springs up on you so quickly that you don't expect it to happen. And that's why it's so kind of confronting. Yeah, but then splicing it into a kid's video, like, for example, you have might have, like, for example, like we've both got young nieces and yeah, nephews, yeah. right? Now, the idea of them, for example, on the iPad, maybe watching, I don't know, an Peppa episode Pig, of Peppa, Peppa Pig, Pig, of right? course. Whatever it may yeah. be, okay? Just as an example, right? But then in the middle of an episode, and then in the middle of it, you have a clip of this guy blowing his head off. What the actual fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's wrong with people? I don't know. And it's like, you know, a, a child exposed to something that severe is going to leave a really traumatic, lasting impact. You don't walk away from that sort of yeah, situation cool. and go, oh, I, I'm fine. My, 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 I know one of my nieces when I talk about wolves and like as part of like stories and stuff, she gets a bit apprehensive yeah. and then she always wants me to do this witch, yeah. witch laugh. And when I do it, she shits herself. And that's just me, her uncle doing a fake witch laugh, let alone seeing something yeah. as fucked up as that. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So it's just, yeah. yeah. The lesson here is kids, don't be a fuckwit and put shit like that in kids' videos. That's just fuck. Yeah, exactly right. But, VFW. VFW. Look, it, it's... Where do we go? Well, I think what's important to kind of note is this is not a standard mainstream flick. This is not something that you no. would generally find, you know, coming onto Netflix or something like that. This is, yeah, it's kind of more of an underground sub-style of cinema. Um, and, you know, like I said, this isn't a film that's everyone's cup of tea. I wouldn't expect after this kind of review for people to go out there and kind of watch it and, you know. Yeah, no, like, honestly, this is the kind of movie where I would say watch it if you literally can't think of anything, absolutely anything to watch. Yeah. And you're, then this is, like, it's, it's a good way to fill an hour and a bit. Yeah, and, and it's if you're open to kind of serious violence, this is definitely up your alley. <clears throat> um, you know, I like the kind of setup they give initially like for me having watched a lot of films like that um you know when you mentioned is this graininess the normal kind of screen yeah um i really like that they try to draw back to you know like it's done with a second rate camera and you get that feel like it's not like in a found footage sense but it, it's like a dub like it's not great it's not you know pristine condition and I think that it tries yeah, to stick with yeah. the grittiness of what the movie was about. Yeah. Um, because, I mean, what the premise of it really is, I mean, there's not that much of a premise. No. It. It's about a bunch of 
Vietnam vets that hang out at their bar, um, and across the road there's this drug compound. Um, this girl steals a bunch of drugs off the head honcho over there, um, runs into the bar, and hijinks ensue. Yeah, and pretty much... That's pretty much what it is. Exactly, and it's them basically defending um, the compounds and you know trying to obviously look after the girl whilst pretty much eradicating anyone coming to the compound. Yeah, and it's it's kind of... I think one of the more serious sort of points that the movie makes is when it comes to like sort of instances where it's like flight or flight, especially with like old soldiers, for example, yeah. how quickly they snap back into like military mode. And you'd have to assume that most of like, I suppose old soldiers would be conditioned with that sort of response. Look, that's just an assumption, but I feel like if they were ever confronted with such a situation, that you'd assume most people would kick into gear with that sort of background. Yeah, but it wasn't so much a, I guess, the normal everyday person in that sort of scenario would freak the fuck out and, you know, wouldn't know what to do. These guys are just straight into fight mode. Yeah. But then once things calm down a bit, then you see the kind of the twines starting to unravel and come loose with a couple of different characters. It's like, whoa, wait, what the fuck? What's going on? Why are we doing this? Like, what's, like, why is this chick here? It's all her fault. Let's fuck her off. And then, then the kind of honor-bound sort of people come and interject. I'm like, no, it's not right. That's not what we do. Yeah, it's not. It's our duty. It's our duty to do this. So I did appreciate that they kind of showed both sides of the mentality. You get me? Yeah. What I found like that. It's it's interesting you say that because what made me start thinking was with soldiers that obviously come back from war. Is this sense that they don't operate at the normal level, like the baseline that most people operate at, like you know, they've always in this either heightened state of response where, you know, they've been called to action. I need to prepare myself. I need to get this in order and that have that mindset. Or there's the complete flip side of that where, you know, like you said, it's pulling the strings out and it starts to fall apart. So having a middle ground of being a soldier, like coming back from a traumatic war or whatever you've fought, you've done two or three tours and you come back, how do you honestly go back to function in normal life? I and mean, I think that's it's quite yeah. kind of poetic that they portrayed like the unity of the soldiers in this movie, like that they have each other and that's mm. what they stand for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the fact that um, shit, what's the main character's name again? Uh, Fred. Fred. Yeah. Yeah. How Fred goes on that kind of monologue about how even though the bar is like dingy and shitty and that sort of stuff, it's what soldiers can come back to basically as close as they can get to at home. Yeah. It, it's kind of like the safe space for them. Yeah, exactly. Which is, that's, I, I like that aspect of it, but God, in the opening scenes with, um, with the, the junkie sister, well, we find out it's the sister yeah. after a while, but when she goes jumping off, when she goes jumping off the fucking stairwell <laughs> to get the drugs that the guy threw on the floor, and as soon as she hits, an explosion of red jelly. Yeah, the the, the blood looks so thick. It was so thick, um, and it, like you see oh it through I, a numerous. I, I, I looked at it going. I just looked at it going. Oh my god, really? Oh fucking hell. <laughs> That's just fucking I, I, I love that the when the body just before it hits the ground, it is so dummy like it's not even funny. Oh, bad! And even the scream as well. Oh, it was horrific. 
absolutely horrific. Especially because the character before jumping off was just so spaced out and high off whatever the fuck she was on. Hype. And also, actually, actually, another thing, all the fucking shit around her mouth. What the fuck was that? So the drug that they take, um, if you read at the start, it's called Hype and it's basically yeah. it starts to um, destroy like the person's face from okay. whatever the compound of the drug is. I, I don't know the intricacies of it. Yeah, but what I don't understand is that I only saw it mostly on her. I didn't. I can't recall seeing it on anybody else. Yeah, well, um, I suppose we didn't really get kind of a good snapshot of um, a lot of the junkies that kind of came running at the bar because they had their heads split open and cut with um, cement saws and shit. So it was kind of hard to gauge... Okay, we can't we can't not talk about this movie without going through some of the epic kills oh, in this movie. Mate. Apart from a lot of moments of Fred going to town, apart from Fred going to town with a fucking fire axe. Yeah, that was Jesus epic. Christ. That was epic. But which which first kill are you talking about? So I love the one when the the major head honcho drugs brother Oh my god. Start again, Brad. Rewind, try again. The major head honcho, when his brother comes into the bar chasing after the girl and Fred pulls out the <laughs> shotgun and blows the guy's head off. That, for me, was like, that was great. wow, okay, I didn't expect it to be that full on. It literally looked like the guy's head exploded. It looked like a roast lamb on a Sunday. Not even. It was just, it was it was everywhere, honestly. Literally, it went everywhere. <laughs> yeah. like, it just, it, 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 it was like... Like a stick of dynamite was put into his head and it just exploded. 100%. 100%. But there was nothing left. He just had a neck and some sort of skin and flesh hanging off from the neck and that was it. Like, and then I think fuck. the other two kills that kind of tickled my fancy were the one where he stomped on his head till there was nothing left. Oh, and, that was... And the knee. Yeah, he just kept... That was, um, that was Walter, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just kept going. Like, oh, fucking hell. And then... Woof. When the younger soldier grabs that guy's head and starts absolutely barreling his knee into the guy's head. Oh, my God. Yeah, he just kept kneeing him. Like, holy fuck. But yeah, I just wonder, sick. would someone's head actually do that if you hit it enough times on your knee? I think it depends. Look, if it's going off what they said at the start of the movie, how the drug um, starts to break down like the tissues and the bone yeah. in, the, in the face. Oh, that's a good point. Um, then... Yes, that is possible because if the bone's weak and the muscle and the tendons and muscles are weak, well then fuck, you keep getting that kind of blunt trauma to the face. Yeah, it's gonna cave in and fucking become mush. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's a good point. Good point. Uh, did you have any standout kills? Uh, apart from those ones you mentioned, um, I, um, when they're taking down that big guy tank, I think that you find out yeah, tank yeah, yeah. later on. Yep. Um, when the chick, when the when lizard jumps on his back and just starts fucking stabbing him, I can't. Where is she stabbing? She's stabbing him. Nah, in the, she was in the going throat? in here into the chest. She's got her arm into around the chest him. It was a, it was a drill bit, wasn't it? Uh, it was a drill bit, or it looked like a cork. I'm pretty sure it was a drill, uh, a cork opener thing. Oh, like a wine bottle. Yeah. Yeah, 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 something to that degree. But I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but you can't go past the flag kill. Oh, honestly, that is. Epic. Oh, that was that was um, 
That's what made it best because after we'd just watched it, because we watched it together, obviously, Tony then starts ripping out. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so poetic. Yeah, I know, but we need to describe the kill. Yes. All right, so one of the head honchos, right-hand women, is going to kill one of the one of the soldiers. I can't remember what the um, – was it Abe? What they called him? Oh, i got no idea. I don't remember his name. Anyway – um, basically, he's trying. He's going to basically put the final blow in, and then Fred sort of pops up behind her just as she's about to kill him, stabs her through the chest with, I think, a pool cue first. No, no, no. So it's the the flag stick. But when he stabs her, yeah. he breaks off the bottom part of it, and that's what he impales oh, her with. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then she kind of drops to her knees sort of looks up and then he grabs the broken half of the flag stick with the flag attached and then sort of pinces it pinces it down her throat and it's just the flag sitting out of her out of her corpse like it looks oh amazing 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 I, I feel like it's <laughs> such an um kind of O'Day to like America like America. Yeah. That was one of those moments. Yeah, definitely. And I found it sort of uh, how do I guess I found it funny that the, the like the kind of the way they went about dealing with, I guess, the enemy in this movie yeah. was very similar to how that you would deal with zombies. Yes, yes. You know, they were just they were junkies at the end of the day. They weren't zombies, but they were killing them and executing on executing them like they were zombies. Well, yeah, like you made a point in saying that they were kind of just those mindless people. Like there was nothing going on. Like why is he still standing? Why are they all standing there? as the guy's got the cement saw to the chest, but they just didn't give a shit. They didn't move. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally what they made them zombies. But, like, I feel... Even though they could quite clearly take instructions from the head guy to go, you know... Yeah. Whoever comes back with all the drugs gets as much as they want to fucking make their face melt. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Um, and it's So it's sort of like, okay, they can understand instructions, but yet they can't... Gravel with like someone coming at them with a giant saw. Yeah, yeah. Look, but again, it's it's that kind of movie where it's just it's there just because. Yeah, you, there's like no point in trying to overanalyze the scenes within this movie. Like, nah. if you go into it with your your movie critic hat on, you might as well take it off and piss off because it's just not going to work for you. It's not so much the movie critic hat. Like, I went in there just with my normal mindset. And then I like I started questioning to myself like why 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 but then I'm like wait a minute nah don't even question why just let it happen yeah exactly like, all right whatever let it let, let it do its let it be its own thing and just fucking do it just because and once once I sort of had that in mind I was enjoying it a bit more yeah just like all right I'm just here to see this over the top stupid violence hundred percent hundred percent and I think that's quite- that's really all this movie's about yeah but you don't watch it for anything else like. You watch it no. literally to see the kills. Yeah, and they're pretty good kills at that. Give they that. do. They they do the right job. I did feel. I did feel though that at some points it felt slow, oh. like they were trying to build some sort of like sincerity or to build some sort of meaning to the film. It's like, dude, don't do that. Just get back to the fucking violence. You know what? If we're not buying this story, you're trying to sell us. If they had it from the start, set the tone with kind of like this you know, um, PTSD style, like real character development basis and then kind of having that violence ensue on from that and be like, you know, 
that they they've all snapped and it's just time to let loose then i'd be like okay okay yeah. there's some groundwork there for it yeah but when you don't have yeah that kind of story basis and you're trying to work and weave into kind of the whole drug storyline it's overdone everyone's done a drug storyline yeah. and defend the fort kind of situation yeah it, it was sort of it, it almost felt like a like a more adult version of home alone uh yeah yeah pretty much pretty much you know the bad guys are coming we've got to defend ourselves just rig all these like stupid ridiculously dangerous traps to with less creativity by the which, way yeah with less creativity but they were brutal which was great oh um but they were fun it was fun oh 100 and like um yeah, go on. Oh, I was going to say the couple little things that I really did like was the the barrel that had the spikes or the um what do you call them? Yeah, out of them. So when they charge, the yeah, when they charge through and swinging the barrel at them, I thought that's just a brilliant idea. And then I loved what the young soldier yeah. did with the tennis balls and having the matches. I know. Yeah, to make it, he basically made a grenade and. But do you know what? The worst part to that was the follow-up after they'd thrown the grenade, seeing how fake the body parts were. Oh, my God. You saw fucking arms and feet and do you know hands what I, flying I around. Like, oh, impression of. It's so dumb. Do you know those um, snakes in a can? <laughs> that's, what I, that, that's the kind of vibe I was getting, that someone had popped one of those open, and but instead of All right, snakes. and let off the smoke. Let off the smoke. <laughs> the sparklers. Now the steak can. Yeah, we got it. Go. It's like, yes, we got the shot, guys. Well done. Yeah, so look, you know, at the end of the day. It was just, I, think, I think I just found it silly that they tried to weave a serious story into the, like, into the middle of the movie once all the kind of silly shit had already started. Like, like kind of a bit late for that and no point. You're just making the movie drag and I'm starting to get bored. Yeah, and that's the problem. Like, I think it started to get, too dialogue heavy because once they have that initial rush of the junkies, I'm like, all right, shit's about to kick mm. off here. But then when they have that kind of interlude of, you know, the monologues about, oh, you know, we've been to Vietnam and this is what Fred did and this is what this person did. I'm sorry, but do a montage yeah. or something of you guys getting ready for like war. You know, that would kind of. Which they kind of did that when they were preparing the weapons and shit. Yes. But. I felt like they had to do all that dialogue to fill in time. Yeah, because there was not enough content for that movie to be made. No, definitely not. So it's just not enough. Yeah, but look, it's just like, all right, let's drag this out with a bit of dialogue and let's make it feel meaningful and you know try to get people to connect with the characters. Like we don't care. Yeah, there was like I don't know about you, but when um that guy, I think it was Lou, when he went to try and negotiate. Oh, mate, please. When when he died, I didn't feel anything. I did not give like, oh, the okay. slightest shit. Yeah, even though they tried to make us feel for the guy yeah. and connect with him, like I didn't give a shit. Like, oh well, he, he was the annoying one. He's dead now. Good. Yeah, and you know, I don't know. There was just no attachment to any of the characters. Like, I didn't like anyone except for Fred. Like, Fred was probably the only one you got attached to. But I think being the protagonist... A very, very, very little bit. Yeah, being the protagonist, I suppose you gravitate towards his character and story a little bit more, but ultimately there was just not enough depth to it. And it's like, I, I honestly, I couldn't have cared less if anyone died. Like, if none of them escaped, I wouldn't have really gave a shit. Yeah, exactly. But I did want... I guess I wanted the ending to be a little bit different. I was hoping that, that Fred was going to fucking take off that guy's head with the fire axe 
the fire axe or when he said, uh, well, he made the point in saying, I'm going to cut out your heart. I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Even something like that. But I was hoping for that kind of like more epic, gruesome yeah. death than what the guy actually got. It's like he got shot twice and then got hit by a truck. Like, yeah. Okay. No, they're dead. Fuck yeah. I mean, that's, mate, I'm not trying to play down getting hit by a truck. I mean, that's still it's pretty satisfying. Cool, but it's not the same. It's not the same as what we got with the rest of the other kills. No. Especially for the one for the boss fight, basically. And especially in the lead up when he's talking to him through that little hole in the door. And, you know, he talks up this big game, but then I kind of feel like it's a massive letdown. Like, I wanted more from this. Like, yeah. It just, yeah, leaves yeah. you hanging a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. So, but yeah. That's what I was, I was hoping for. Like, because that was a cool scene. Like, that little bit of dialogue in between the kind of the hole in the door and just basically Fred's like eye. And then he shows the axe and like, I thought that was a cool 100%. scene and it was sort of getting me like a little bit more excited. Like, all right, here we go. Shit's going to get real. And then it just didn't. It just sort of fizzled. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Uh, speaking Whatever. of, I suppose, mindless things, um, it's just a little side <laughs> note. Have you heard or kind of had any insight into a movie called Hashtag Alive? I've got it. I haven't watched it yet, though. Bro, it's a very, very clever and interesting take on the zombie genre. Because I saw the trailer for it a while ago. And I'm like, this looks interesting. It looks pretty cool. I was very... It looks like this, the guy, like the main protagonist, looks like he has no idea what's going on, but he's still vlogging everything like as he's trying to understand what's happening. I, I think the trailer kind of misconstrues the story a little bit, though. Um. Okay. Yeah. Because he's like a gamer, um, and mm. when the technology shits itself, it's like, well, someone who's so dependent on technology, what does he do then? So that side of the story oh. is actually quite fun. Um, but okay, I'll make a point in saying the character depth and development out of that movie, I was really impressed with. Really impressed. And that's a that's a Korean Korean movie. Isn't movie it? Yep. Was that from the same guys that did Train to Busan? No, no. Uh, so there was oh, different studio. a couple people that were associated with that movie that were a part of this one, but not all of them. Okay, that's why that's why I had that kind of feel yeah, to it. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, by the way, that movie is fucking phenomenal. I watched Peninsula. Oh, you did? What yeah. do you think? Uh, look, it's nowhere near the first one, but okay. I still really enjoyed it. Like, I think... Okay. There's okay. like a 20 minute sequence in that movie that is absolutely epic, epic. Um, and some of the scenes are unreal, but it do I don't think it lives up to what Train to Busan did in terms of you know the storylines and stuff out of that first one were fantastic. Um, yeah. But yeah, the second one doesn't live up to the hype. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's cool. I dig it. But yeah, so. You know, yeah. the movie wasn't, you know, a masterpiece, if I can say right. that. If you had to if you had to give it a rating? Um, I'd probably sit it in between the three and a half, four out of ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. Yeah, because I think the only way it scores those points is through the violence. Yeah, and it's one of those films where I don't think I would go back and rewatch it. There's no need to. Like, I've seen it once, like... No, I, I can think of a hundred other better movies. I'd oh, rather of course, watch again of course. And watch that. Yeah, completely agree. Yeah. 
and I can't believe you watched it twice now. Oh, uh, well, for me, it's like, you know, you know, I watch everything like two or three times. Like, it's actually stupid how much I do that. So, um, you do, yeah. You do. No, you do. <laughs> no, you do. Um, so, yeah, look, you know, I wouldn't suggest to anyone who, you know, isn't avid movie watcher to watch this unless you were just in for some, you know, interesting kills, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Even then, there's, there's plenty of other films to do about 100%. So, but yeah, we'll leave it at that. I reckon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so VFW. But if you haven't done so already, guys, be sure to go like and subscribe us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever other podcast platform you use. Also, follow us on our social medias on Instagram, Rebels Without a Clue 03, Twitter, Rebels Without a 1, Facebook, Rebels Without a Clue Podcast, Generation Random Network Podcast, and on Discord at Generation Random Network. Good work. You've gotten that so well now. Yeah, I think I've been able to, to hash it out, but I still want you to do it at least once. Well, do you know what? Honestly, I'm going to script it. I'm writing it down. Should we put it out to the fans? Should we put a poll okay. up during the week? No, no, no. We're not going to poll it up this week. We're going to see, based off if anyone listens up to this point and gets to this stage in the actual uh, podcast. Episode. Message us. Message. Or put a comment on the page. To let us know that you think Brad should do the formalities. Yes. And if that's the case and we get enough people saying that they want me to do it, I will do it. Or if we get any people. No, but my concern is the problem is I know Sean will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, what's the minimum amount? Okay. Minimum comment. You look, I'm going to say three. Okay. Okay. At least three people. Because I'd be really concerned. If we don't get three, then you know people aren't listening to the end. Yeah, that's very true. So, yeah, this will be testament to loyal listeners. This is the test. And also, guys, like we've mentioned it on the pay, on our social medias um, for those who are following us, but um, uh, we would really appreciate if you guys were, would would leave us some reviews um, on whatever platform you're using because it does, also, it does help get our name out there um, and it does help us pop up on searches a lot more. So... Um, if you guys could drop reviews for us, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. Reviews, share our page, like our Instagram. There are so many different ways to kind of just show, you know, you're there. And that's kind of really key for us at the moment. We're really trying to build the exposure and listener base. So, you know, a lot of the stuff that we're currently doing in terms of the Facebook page and posting the memes on Instagram, all that kind of stuff, it's just to purely to engage you guys. So, if we can just keep on top of that yeah. and get your engagement, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention as well. Our episodes are actually up on YouTube. Um, and they're up on Rebels Without a Clue on YouTube. It is a pain in the ass to find, obviously, because we haven't gotten that many hits yet and it doesn't pop up high on the searches as of yet. Um, but I will put the post, I'll post the, um, the link to our YouTube page on the Facebook page, the Instagram I'll pretty much all plastered it everywhere, just so you guys have yet another platform to listen to us on. That's it. I love it. There we go. Beautiful. Well, there, there's wraps it up for another week. Well, I suppose until next time. Fucking up. Fucking up.